you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Upwork is the world's work marketplace. Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com. Maybe going to bust the play here. And then, oh, no. and then Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. I have never seen this before in my life. Watch this. Vince Wilfort is going to throw Brandon Moore back into his quarterback. He's going to fumble the football. Mark Sanchez not expecting it. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. Wow. Yeah, the backside of Brandon Moore. Sanchez, I can close my eyes and still picture one of the weirdest moments. Uh, it didn't necessarily shake the tail feather there, but it is the butt fumble Aditi. That's one of those moments that just lives in Thanksgiving football lore. Well, and especially because it did indeed happen on Thanksgiving, Mike. So everybody was watching it. 
And that, of course, is the topic of this episode of NFL Explained. Not butt fumbles. Thanksgiving football. <laughs> I'm Aditi Kinkabwala, joined, as always, by Mike Yam. You just gave our entire team a great idea for a podcast down the road. The weirdest <laughs> types of fumbles and the butt one would certainly be very high on the list. But, you know, it's crazy to me because, you know, obviously it's Thanksgiving. People are thinking about the family traditions. And it's hard for me to not associate NFL football with Thanksgiving. I mean, they really do go completely hand in hand. Well, of course, whether you're cooking or you're waiting for the food to be put on the table or you're just taking a break between meal one and meal two. Of course, it's football that's on. You have the parade on in the morning and then it's all day of football. And we really can't do Turkey Day without that celebratory turkey leg at the end of, of course, the Lions game. But, you know, that does actually beg the question as we get started here, Mike. Why is it the Lions and the Cowboys who always play on Thanksgiving? Well, the rivalry games, you actually have to, it's not an NFL thing. It was actually a high school and a college situation going well back into the early 1900s. Because the league started back in 1920, they just sort of followed suit and... You asked the question about the Lions and the Cowboys, and I think starting with the Lions is probably really important. Portsmouth, Ohio, 1934, the legend goes, you had a group led by a radio station owner in George Richards who actually purchased the NFL's Portsmouth Spartans and actually moved the franchise to Detroit and renamed them the Lions. If it sounds familiar, it should because you are a loyal listener of the NFL Explained podcast when we went through some of those names. But at the time, Aditi, and I think this might have been your team that you had discussed, Major League Baseball had their Detroit Tigers and they were kind of the main attraction in the city. Remember back in the day, Oh, baseball was the national pastime at that point. But Richards tried to get a little bit of a, a splashy draw for fans. Other NFL teams, they had played on Thanksgiving before 1934, but the Lions had a little bit of an edge. And for a younger audience that's used to consuming a lot of content on their phones and streaming services and multiple channels, that wasn't necessarily the case back in the early 1930s. Richards actually owned a radio station and made a deal with NBC to broadcast the Thanksgiving game on 94 stations across the country. And here we go, Aditi. Now, all of a sudden, we got a new tradition that just continued to last for a significantly long period of time, which, by the way, still goes on to this day. And a part of launching that tradition is probably that that first game was so amazing, Mike. The Lions sold out their stadium. They turned people away at the gates. And part of it is because the Lions were 10-1 and and they were hosting the 11-0 Chicago Bears. And so that was a matchup that to this day features the most combined wins by two teams heading into a Thanksgiving Day game. The Bears ultimately were the ones that won. They stayed undefeated and they did win 1916. And the Lions have played on Thanksgiving every single year since then, except for from 1939 to 1944. And part of that is because there were no Thanksgiving Day games during World War II, which was 1941 to 1944. But do you know this? You talked about radio. The very first televised Thanksgiving game was broadcast in 1953. Originally, it was the Dumont Television Network. And then three years later, CBS took over the broadcasts. 
You just mentioned Dumont Television Network, which, by the way, I did not know existed at any point. I actually grew up in Dumont, New Jersey. So if we're talking about Thanksgiving Day traditions, I do have a little bit of a flashback. It's becoming a little bit of a full circle conversation as we're discussing this Lions team. But it's interesting. Marketing, once again, a major theme when it comes to pushing the NFL, even at its early stages as a league and certainly on Thanksgiving Day. But while we covered the Lions, I think there's still some questions about the Cowboys, America's team, right? Sort of fitting that they would be playing on Thanksgiving Day. But in 1966, the general manager, Tech Schramm, actually saw an opportunity. Once again, national spotlight to play on Thanksgiving. Yes, the Lions had filled their stadiums, but for Dallas, you're kind of wondering, like, hey, are you going to be able to do the same thing in the 60s? So Schramm actually signed the Cowboys up saying, you know what, we'll roll the dice, we'll figure this thing out, and hopefully the fans will show up. Aditi, no surprise to any of us. Yes, they did. The team actually broke its attendance record. Over 80,000 people. Cotton Bowl. Here we go. Cowboys, they took out the Browns 26 to 14. And then all of a sudden you get a second Thanksgiving tradition that is born. So since 1966, the Cowboys, they've missed hosting Thanksgiving games only twice. That was 1975 and 1977. The NFL, they chose the St. Louis Cardinals as the second host. That didn't necessarily go well. They got taken out by Buffalo in 1975. And then in 76, they faced the Cowboys in Dallas. They lost that one again. So in 1977, it was sort of a wrap at that point. Dallas was able to continue to host. The Cardinals, by the way, they allowed six touchdown passes to Dolphins quarterback Bob Greasy in a loss. Greasy's six scores are matched only by... Yeah, Peyton Manning, who's pretty good last time I checked, tied the Thanksgiving record in 2004. By the way, as I'm mentioning Greasy's name, I'm starting to think about his son, who's now calling Monday Night Games, and thinking back to our Monday Night Football episode, the history of that game. So if you've missed that on NFL Explained, feel free to go back and check that one out. Still one of my favorite episodes that we've done so far. But those six touchdowns, certainly impressive by Greasy, matched by Manning. And while that was happening in the mid-70s, A guy named O.J. Simpson actually broke the NFL's single-game rushing record against the Lions in 1976. And if you don't necessarily believe this, trust me that this is true. Buffalo actually lost that game 27-14. to Their quarterback, Gary Maranchi, actually went 4-for-21 with 29 passing yards. Aditi, that is not going to get it done if you want to win a football game. Crazy, Mike, because you'd sort of think that O.J. Simpson's 273 yards could have gotten a ton. In any case, from 1970 to 2005, three NFC teams and one AFC team played every single Thanksgiving. Detroit has always played the early game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Followed by Dallas in the late afternoon and... The Lions get the early game because, of course, of time zones. So 12.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff time would be 11.30 in Dallas. And you don't want to kick off before noon on a holiday in Dallas. And the first game starts at that special time of 12.30 instead of the usual 1 p.m. Just because it gives an extra 30 minutes to prevent any sort of overlap into the late game in case there is indeed overtime. I love from a TV perspective how we plan accordingly, but we are just getting underway here, Aditi, on the NFL Explained podcast. In fact, when you think about traditions, yeah, football on Thanksgiving is certainly a part of that, but there's some voices and some moments that I think resonate for all of us who've watched these games over the years. We relive some of those moments coming up next. Build the team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places so you can do more. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, that's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two, oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment and sure, you can download work files faster too if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G Ultra Wideband available in select areas. Most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Again, a happy Thanksgiving. Look what we got. We got a fan back there, but we got a turducken, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a turducken right here where we got, you know what a turducken is? A turducken, this thing here, is a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned chicken 
stuffed in a deboned turkey with stuffing. Now you're talking, and that has eight legs. See, and you just kind of cut this right down the middle, and then you cut sideways, and you get a little turkey and a little chicken and a little duck. Now that's there. That, that's turducken. Then over there, we have the turkey. See, now here's the turkey. We got one leg, two legs, three legs, four legs, five legs, six legs. So six of these legs or one of these legs or two of these six legs are going to be given to someone. I mean, whoever you want to give them to. It's a voice that every football fan knows very well. John Madden giving us some of those lighthearted moments as a broadcaster. Aditi, I am thinking back to that episode about Monday Night Football, and you had asked me a question about the big-time broadcasters and who you think about. Madden, for me, is still sort of the football soundtrack for me as a kid, and I still think about some of those moments he had on Thanksgiving Day, and and really just sort of the fun that they had even after games. Because in 1989, Aditi, and you probably remember this really well, just like I do, just kind of watching this thing unfold over the years, but Madden actually awarded the first turkey leg award for the game's most valuable player. It was an actual cooked turkey leg. Um, these dudes are big guys, man. I remember Eagles defensive end Reggie White, he won the award and just was kind of a star about it. Like just chomping away at these massive legs is just an image that I think every football fan thinks about when it comes to Turkey Day football. Well, I can tell you this, every Thanksgiving Day game I've done, there have indeed been turkey legs. And I'll tell you this, twice I covered the third Thanksgiving Day game. That was introduced in 2006, and it is still played today. Initially, it was our very own NFL Network that aired those primetime games. They did so from 2006 to 2011, but NBC bought the rights to the third game of the day beginning in 2012. That was just in time for about 30 million people to see Mark Sanchez run into his teammates' butt that same year. But fumble. Now, having said that, Mike, there's only one team that's never played on Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Give it a guess. I'm going to say it's probably a team that's played a whole lot of international games just because uh, you looked um, at the answer, Mike. <laughs> cheating, cheating, cheating. Yes, that is correct. It's the Jaguars that have never played on Thanksgiving. Hey, since you've covered a lot of these games on Thanksgiving Day, what's the vibe with some of these players? Because we take for granted we're spending time with our families watching these games. And here it is. They're preparing for their actual work and working on a holiday. Do the players themselves sort of enjoy the eyeballs on, on their games and knowing it's a holiday game? Or do you think that they would rather kind of be at home just watching? I think football season is so unusual in the sense that you have to sort of fake days all the time. You know, when Christmas falls on a Sunday or, for instance, this year, Christmas is a Saturday. So half the teams will be traveling on Christmas Day or busy in meetings. You do Christmas on Friday or you do Christmas on Monday, something like that. So I think it's a bigger deal to play in front of everybody. It's just like everybody told us in our Monday Night Football episode, right, Mike, that all of the eyeballs in the country are on you, your peers, your colleagues, your competitors. And there is indeed something special in that. And those games definitely have a different energy. It's almost like a playoff feel, simply because not everybody's playing at the same time. You know, we started the show hearing the call for the butt fumble. We heard John Madden. Anything that resonates for you, these moments, these big time epic moments on a Thanksgiving day that sort of stand out to you over the years? Well, of course, the Leon let goof. I mean, doesn't that have to actually be number one? 15 seconds left. The Cowboys lead 14-13 when the Dolphins kicker lines up for a 41-yard field goal 
and it's blocked. Leon Lett thought that he needed to recover the ball. So he goes chasing after it. He slips. He falls into it. He makes it a live ball. And then Miami ends up recovering it on the one-yard line. The Dolphins get another chance at a field goal. This time it works. The Dolphins win. The Cowboys lose. And Mike, Thanksgiving history is made. Doug Peterson to hold. the ball and then the Dolphins went on and recovered it. It's on the one yard line. It's not in the end zone. It's in the one yard line. They're going to sort it out. And there's three seconds left on the clock. 92. Tolbert gets his hand up in the air and knocks the ball. No, it's not 92. It's 97. Jimmy Jones. Now someone touches the football here. Watch what happens. It's Leon Lett. No. Oh, Lett who is haunted by a Super Bowl misplay. And the (laughs) What a Leon let down. Womp, womp. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the butt fumble, Mike. A very, very memorable moment. And Mike, part of why they are going so crazy is because just 10 or 11 months before, in January, in the Super Bowl... Leon Lett had recovered a fumble on the Dallas 35-yard line. He'd ran it all the way back towards the end zone. When he reached the 10-yard line, he slowed down. He started showboating, and Don Beebe knocked the ball out. It was basically one of the biggest gaffes in the Super Bowl. And so here he was having another moment just like that. Yeah, the fans certainly getting on him a little bit. They did win the Super Bowl, so I guess all ends well in what could have been a disastrous moment. But for as much as that's kind of a low light, I I think there's been some highlights that we can focus in on from Thanksgiving days. Well, and if we're going to talk highlights, then we definitely have to talk Randy Moss and the revenge game, right? Cowboys showing blitz. Minnesota breaks a tackle and Randy Moss races down the sideline and Randy Moss just outruns everybody into the end zone. He is incredible. Randy Moss has three catches today and three touchdowns. Hi, Mom. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Spectacular. Randy Moss was a highlight every time he touched that ball. And that actually was his rookie season, 1998. Are you kidding me? On a Thanksgiving day to be able to put up a performance like that. Three catches, a buck 63, the three scores that you heard John Madden make reference to against a Dallas team who, by the way, passed on him in the draft, Aditi. There was a buzz surrounding Randy Moss around the draft about some off-field issues. And the Cowboys said, you know what? Let's pump the brakes. We're we're not going to go and draft Moss. And... And at least on Thanksgiving Day, that ended up being not the best situation. Clearly not. You know what else was not a great situation on Thanksgiving Day? The very first Thanksgiving Day game that I ever covered. 2013. AFC North rivals. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Standard, incredibly close game. All sorts of intrigue, especially when... You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Baltimore kick returner Jacoby Jones gets the kick seemingly has a path to the end zone and Mike Tomlin slides just a little too close to the sideline. Sweezum's kickoff. Fielded at the goal line by Jones. Jacoby Jones gets by Sweezum. And taken down at the 27-yard line. Only Cortez Allen stood between Jones and the goal line. Touchdown saving tackle. Well, here we go. Here's Tomlin over here. Obviously, Kobe Jones there. And Tomlin is essentially on the field here. And you just wonder, he's trying to get out of the way there. But did that force Jacoby Jones to lean back into the tackle by Cortez Allen? Don't want to in any way say that was something intentional. But if he had picked off the official on that play or touched the player, either way, that's a big penalty. But you can see he kind of did force Jacoby Jones back into the field. A little mission accomplished almost. And Mike Tomlin did indeed get fined for that. He claimed he was just looking at the video board, but, um, you know. You can see the video. Cue it up. <laughs> uh, go to YouTube to check that one out. Really nice to kind of go down memory lane. There is one other moment that sort of stands out to me. Tom Brady, for all the things that he's been able to accomplish, a perfect passer rating is something that he's done multiple times. In fact, just two times in his career. But one of those actually happened on a Thanksgiving day. It was 21 for 27 for 341 yards and four touchdowns, a 158.3, a Patriots win. That was the rating. A Patriots win, 45-24 over the Lions. And when I think about numbers like that, Aditi, I start thinking about records that have occurred on a Thanksgiving Day game. There are some that are just so spectacular, so eye-opening. We have to share them with you. That's coming up next on the NFL Explained Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kindrel. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. 
Working side-by-side side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity. Oxygen to innovation and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side side with their customers, they imagine things differently by forging new strategic partnerships. They unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity, oxygen to innovation, and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. Mike Hammond and Didi Kikabwalo with you. We heard some of the memorable moments that happened on Thanksgiving Day. There were some records that, to me, stood out. Ernie Nevers is one of the guys that accumulated just some ridiculous numbers. In fact, in one game in particular, 1949, I think this is a record that's never going to get touched again. He accounted for all 40 points in a Chicago Cardinals victory over the Chicago Bears. 40 points. The dude scored six touchdowns and kicked four PATs. And at this point, it is still a record that I think is just insanely impressive. What happened to the other two PATs? It's a good call. I don't know what happened. Um, why do you have a very fo- tiger momish of me, I, right? I know. I was just going to say, like, why are we like, focused on that? What happened to that? the last two points? The, the, the two to counter for 40 <laughs> points. It's the most points ever scored by one player in a team's victory in a single game. To me, that just sort of stands out. We won't have to talk about some of those other PATs that he missed. Uh, we mentioned Randy Moss, and we heard the calls and the fact that he had a buck 63 and three touchdowns for the Vikings. Troy Aikman, it was in that game for the Cowboys. He actually threw for the most passing yards on a Thanksgiving Day game, 455. His Cowboys lost that matchup. And the most receiving yards on a Thanksgiving Day game, just in case you're wondering, 1945, Jim Benton, 303 against the Lions as a member of the Rams. Aditi, you've mentioned this a couple times in this podcast. You've talked about covering some of these Thanksgiving Day games. Any memory that stands out the most? Well, the first one, I'll go back to that. The We talked about it in terms of Mike Tomlin and Jacoby Jones. That was 2013. It was my first Thanksgiving as a married woman. And the Baltimore Ravens, unbelievably generously of them, credentialed my husband, who became a tech on our crew. So wow. Lisa Edwards, our producer, did indeed put my husband, Matt, to work. But the backstory here, Mike, is that Matt is a lifelong Steelers fan. He put himself on the season ticket wait list when he was 11 years old, sat on that wait list for 21 years. You know, he's the guy who goes, sits in a dark corner when the Steelers lose, whatever. And now here it is, Steelers at Ravens, unbelievably close game. At the very end of the game, he is on the field with our cameraman and our audio person and our producer pulling cable, doing whatever it is a tech does, which are, of course, valuable things, but helping out. And the Steelers are down eight. They need a touchdown and they need a two-point conversion. So Ben Roethlisberger leads the Steelers down on a drive. They've got a, you know, I think at that point it was like a second and 10, maybe. I think it was second down on the Baltimore twenty. And Ben Roethlisberger hits Heath Miller for what everybody thinks is a touchdown. And Matt's like, oh, 
oh my gosh, remember he's a fan, but he's supposed to be a member of the working press, so he's not allowed to be excited. Only that Heath Miller touchdown was deemed not a touchdown, so the Steelers have a first and goal at the Baltimore one. Le'Veon Bell runs, he doesn't get in. Le'Veon Bell runs again, he seemingly does score, but then the replay assistant reverses it. Then on third down, Ben Roethlisberger throws a pass to, I believe, the fullback. That falls short. Then Ben Roethlisberger on fourth and goal from the Baltimore one, down eight, hits Jericho Cotchery for a touchdown. And it's a classic Ravens-Steelers game where it didn't matter anything that happened before. You knew it was like a basketball game. It was going to come down to the last few minutes. And then ultimately, the Steelers didn't get the two-point conversion. But it was just this insane end to a game. And like I said, my husband got to be a part of the crew and be on the field for that. And it was kind of a very, very neat, professional, personal, amazing game, great energy, Thanksgiving night, and also personal. My husband got to experience that and see what my job is like. And one other little footnote to that, Jacoby Jones was my post-game interview. He had been handed a turkey leg by the NBC crew And he offered me a bite. And I'm a vegetarian, so I recoiled and I said, no, thank you. And someone from the Associated Press got a photo of that, of me making a nasty face at the turkey leg that Jacoby Jones was devouring. I did see the photo. It is spectacular. And I'm glad you were able to weave in the personal with the professional, because earlier in this episode, I had asked you what the players think about playing on Thanksgiving when all of us are with our families. And you said, hey, you know, a lot of eyeballs on the game and they certainly know that it's really big. And you had said something that really struck me. And it reminds me of some of the Thanksgivings that I've had when you are fortunate enough to have family members that are caring and understand the schedules that come with working in sports that sometimes you don't do thanksgiving on thanksgiving day you don't do christmas sometimes on christmas day and for all those years that i had worked at espm I'm a studio guy. Like, you're an ace reporter. You're always out in the field. You're covering these games. I was always sort of chained to the desk in the studio, and I always worked Thanksgiving. And it's like having two different families because my my family, like family, we would always do Thanksgiving on a day when I was working at ESPN that was just not Thanksgiving, wherever it kind of fit in. It might be earlier. It might be a day or two late. But we would always have Thanksgiving at the office with our studio crew together. So those moments always resonate with me. But you know, we relived some of those moments from my childhood, like games in the 80s and the early 90s. Like I wasn't working at the time. And I do think back, my mom is a casual sports fan, more on the baseball side. My dad is not a sports fan, but my grandfather was a diehard sports fan. So I can remember all of these games. We mentioned some of the records. We talked about some of the, you know, the John Madden and the turkey legs and the extra legs that were on that turkey, which I always thought was kind of freaky when I was a kid watching them being rolled out. But I do think about some of those moments with my family, specifically my grandfather, who was a huge sports fan. And I think on a Thanksgiving episode, I think anyone who's listening that is a football fan, hopefully you are going to have some of those same experiences, Didi, that you and I have been able to to have over the course of our lives and hopefully a lot more of those as well. But it's always awesome to kind of weave in sports with family because as sports fans, we obviously appreciate some of that. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do as well. This has been a fun one, Mike, I have to say. It's fun to think about Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, you can... 
Aditi, for you who doesn't eat turkey, you can never go wrong with a whole lot of yams. Just letting you know. Oh, you've been waiting all episode for that one. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Find us wherever you find your podcast, rate, review, send us messages on what else you'd like us to hit. And Mike, that is Thanksgiving football explained. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.